Here's a confession for all of you that I'm ashamed to make, but I feel like my audience deserves to hear this. So I'm recording this on Thursday, the 15th of, I nearly said January there, December. But I originally was recording an episode the day before. And oh my God, when I say it was a train wreck of an episode, that's not a strong enough sentence for me to explain how bad it was. I could not make sense of what I was saying. I was so tired. I was purely recording just to get an episode out there. It was quantity over quality and my audience deserves better than that. So I'm not actually even doing the same episode I tried to do yesterday just because I feel like I want to give a bit more time and thought to that episode. I just kind of went right into it without thinking about it. I was having, I was having one of those days, let's just say that and it affected my quality of recording. So, yeah, that was uh, that was not a good idea on my end to just try and do that. So, yeah, I, I, I'm still proud that we haven't missed an episode. Any Every Friday since we started the relaunch of this podcast, there has been at least one episode out on that day. And also, at most, there's only been one episode. But still, there's been one episode every Friday since we restarted. And I'm not missing that ever again. So, yeah, here we go. I'm getting this done. There was a moment this week where I thought there'd be no episode. But we're going to... We're going to get through one. I, I can promise you that. So, what I've done is, once again, I've just gone into some random website. It's called... Uh, iwellbeing.com Or eWellbeing. EY. Whatever. It, it's... I'll put it in the description anyway. It's eywellbeing.com. It's just questions that I feel like could be fun to answer. So let's just see. Let's just see what answers we can come up with because this yeah, this this has been fun before and people seem to like these episodes and I like recording them. So without further ado, let's get into it. Given the choice of anyone in the world, who would you want as a dinner guest? Great question. Let's just say they're asking what celebrity I would like to bring to dinner. It would be The Rock. Not just because he is one of my absolute idols and heroes, even though that is the main reason, but it would just be fascinating to spend a day with that man. Just to see like what his daily routine is like, you know, right up close and personal. It would be insane, and I would imagine his meals would be just absolutely insane as well. And his cheap meals, because we'd have to have a cheap meal as well. That would be really, really cool to see. So, yeah, I think The Rock. The Rock would be my choice there. Uh, it was funny. I do remember at work we had this discussion about 10 dinner guests like that you would like to have. But they could they had to be famous. They could be either dead or alive. And uh, The Rock was definitely... The Rock was definitely going to be on that list. And he is the one I would invite to dinner. I'd like to invite to dinner more than anybody else in the world that's a celebrity. Number two. Would you like to be famous? And if so, in what way? Well, I already am world famous, you know, straight out of Cloyne, has been streamed in 17 different countries, if you didn't know. But in all seriousness, though, I mean, yeah, like, I, I wouldn't mind a bit of fame, but I, I don't know, like, if you're asking for what, it would be either through this podcast or through acting or through through wrestling to a certain extent, but I think I'm just, you know... I'm famous for being a wrestling fan anyway, for different reasons. <laughs> Not famous as in, like, worldwide celebrity, but I'm just, I've always been known as the wrestling dude. So, yeah, like, there's a few things 
I suppose, where I wouldn't mind a little bit of fame, but we'll see what happens. As you can tell, I'm firing through these, because I want to get through as many as I possibly can. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you are going to say? Yes. I worry about people who don't do this. Not for, like, every single phone call I'm ever going to make, but there are times where I'm like, okay, I'm going to say this, and if he says this back to me, this is what I'll say, or if he says this, then I'll say this back to him. Yeah, I think if you're making a risky phone call, or, you know, not even just risky, but, like, if you're making a phone call that you know is going to have a bit of back and forth, sometimes you do got to plan and prepare what you're going to say. And, like, you have to prepare, like, oh, well, if they say this to me, then I'll say this back to them. So, yeah, not before every phone call, but definitely before you know, certain phone calls, I would say, yes. Okay, uh, what? Uh, when did you last sing to yourself or to someone else? Well, I like humming away to myself at times. Um, the last song I sang to myself, I believe, would have been Everlong by the Foo Fighters, which is an absolute banger. And I don't think I've ever sang to anybody else ever in my life. So let's just move on to the next question. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which one would you want? I would say the mind. 100%. Because there are things you can do to stay healthy even when you're 90 years old. But the mind of a 30-year-old is something I would like to keep. Because it is scary when you see older people become really forgetful. Or, you know, if you meet someone who has dementia or whatever, like, it's it's quite a sad thing to, to witness. And, like, even, like, my, my nan doesn't have dementia, but my nan has always said that she's, the one thing she's terrified of is, is you know, losing her mind. And, uh, yeah, like, I think that's something that I would definitely not like to happen. So I'd rather keep the mind of a 30-year-old than the body of a 30-year-old whilst being 90 years old. Number... Eight. I know this isn't the eighth question I've answered, but I'm just trying to see which which ones are fun to answer. Name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. Uh, the fact that we're both single. Next question. Uh, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Now, that's a good one. That is a really good one. I think I would love to have better eyesight because my eyesight is terrible. Everyone will know that. My eyes are ridiculously fucked. I will eventually have to get something done to them. So if I could wake up with one ability, it would be the ability to have better eyesight. Okay. There's actually another set of questions, and this is the first one in that set of questions. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Ooh, that's a good one. You know what? I would want to know, am I going to get married and have kids or not? And not because that's something I'm longing for, but really it's the opposite. I'm quite content for that not to happen. I'm not against it happening, but I'm quite content for it not to happen. So if there was a crystal ball, I would love to be able to find out, am I going to start a family one day? That would be quite interesting, I think. Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time and why haven't you done it? Good question. I think the thing I've dreamed about the most, probably over my whole life, is was probably to have a professional wrestling match, which obviously at this stage hasn't quite happened yet, but it's happened in the sense that I've been on wrestling shows and I've refereed wrestling matches. Do I think it'll ever happen having a pro wrestling match? I hope so. I would love to do it one day, even just to have one match just to say I did it. 
but I'll speak a bit more about that soon in my goals for 2022, uh, 2023 even. But I'll be honest, lads, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be in the wrestling world as a referee. I really don't know. And that's not me saying that I'm going to be leaving anytime soon, but I just don't know how long I'm going to be doing that. That's something that I'm going to have to address uh, as this year goes on. But we'll see. We'll see. I'd love to be able to have a mixed martial arts fight. Uh, I'd love to have a kickboxing match. You know, I've always had a great interest in combat sports. I've, you know, been doing combat sports as a teenager and, and as a child. I was very heavily invested in it, whether it was amateur wrestling, uh, taekwondo, Muay Thai kickboxing, jiu-jitsu. So I definitely want to uh, get back into those soon. And yeah, I would, I would love to compete in those someday. Number three, what is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Ooh, that's a good one. You know what? I always say this, that the most proud I ever was was after my second ever theatre show, my second run of theatre shows, Hot Water Music. I was so proud of not just myself, but every single person who was a a part of that. We all grew so much. We all had to overcome uh, certain hurdles and we all did it sensationally. And that is still, I think, the thing I'm most proud of in terms of something I've actually gone out and done. 100%. Uh, The next question. Let's see. Let's find a good one here. Let's go on to set three of questions. Complete this sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share. I'm not going to finish the sentence verbatim, but I would love to have someone just to go travelling with. If I could literally just have a partner to just travel with... It would be absolutely epic. Like, no other strings attached. Let's just go fucking travel the world together. That would be the ideal thing I would like to share with someone right now. Uh, Okay, I think these are all... Yeah, these are all kind of questions for couples. Right. Let's see what the next question is. What does spirituality mean to you? Now, there's a good one. There is a good one. My spirituality is something I definitely keep close within me. I don't preach it. I don't force it upon anybody else. I don't really bring it up that much. It's my own personal journey within myself. And that's the way I like it. That's the way I prefer it. And that's the way I always want it to be. But again, that's just me. Other people might like to be a bit more outwards with it. I know a lot of people like that. And some people are might be more like me, where they want to keep it a bit more inward. Either way, I'm not arsed as long as people don't preach and that's what I you know obviously I've spoke a lot about some of my political stances on here recently and I've spoke about how I feel about the gender ideology thing and just to clarify on that I can't tell people how to think or what they want to believe in but you know people can believe in whatever they want but as long as you're not forcing it upon others then whatever you know what I mean but like as far as my spirituality goes that, that's what it means to me. It's something that... It's my own personal journey. It's my own personal uh, belief. And my own personal, you know... Um, feeling. So that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. Uh, up next, let's see. Do you believe in giving people second chances and why? Yes, I do believe in giving people second chances. But there's always an exception to the rule. Sometimes there are people who don't deserve second chances... But there are people out there as well who do deserve second chances. I think every situation is different. I just recently had a case where I was giving someone a second chance. And unfortunately, didn't quite work out. But, you know what? It's one of those things where I'm glad that I did it because at least now I know. I think that's always something that 
can you know the 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 only thing that's worse than failing at something is wondering what if and thankfully there's a lot of things in my life where I no longer have to wonder what if because I I I seeked it out I I sought out what the answer would be and that was one of those situations where I gave someone a second chance it was okay for a while and then I decided that look this isn't putting me in the the best place it possibly could and that was that and I and I'm okay with it I'm at peace with it I think as long as it doesn't get too out of hand it's okay to give someone a second chance and obviously what someone did mustn't have been too bad if they were given a second chance. It's something that's obviously forgivable and something that can be worked through. So, yeah, that's my stance on giving people second chances. The next question is, how would you describe your first crush? If we're talking about a crush on someone I actually know, and not like, you know, having a crush on Tori Wilson, I don't even know what my first crush was, to be honest, now that I think about it. I don't know. I can remember some girls that I would have had a crush on when I was like, 13 or 14 but I that wouldn't have been like the first person or the first people I would have had a crush on uh, I don't know I'm actually going to skip that one I don't even know why I read that one out because I can't actually remember and yes I did just fart I'm about to do it again oh god I don't know if you heard that or not but uh, that was uh, that was a nice one that was a nice one what was the most important lesson you've learned from a past relationship ooh okay there's a couple of lessons one is that just because something ends, it doesn't mean that that relationship can never be good again. Case in point, uh, my last relationship was with someone who is now one of my best friends. So that's a good thing. I suppose another lesson I've learned is to never devalue yourself based off of a relationship not working out. That's something I would... If I was going to preach anything, it would be that. It's very easy to fall into that um, pit where you can start to think that because someone doesn't feel a certain way about you that it makes you feel less about yourself but you should never feel like that and it can be tough and trust me I know that more than a lot of other people but you're worth more than what you think so keep that in mind keep that in mind we're just flying through these questions and I absolutely love it Uh, are you a morning or a night person I would say night I prefer nights to mornings. Let's just say that. I feel like I'm more productive in in terms of like projects like this at night. But then if I was like, you know, if I'm working a job, I'm definitely more productive in the morning. I I couldn't I've I've worked night shifts before, never again. Never again. Not in a normal I was going to say 9 to 5 job, it wouldn't be 9 to 5 if, you know, you're working nights, but you know what I mean. In a normal office job, no way I could do nights, but uh in terms of like podcasting and streaming and stuff, much prefer doing it at night. 100%. Uh, let's see. Uh, what's the next one we could a- answer? What do you think of Elon Musk? There's a good one. I love Elon Musk. Does that mean I agree with every single thing he says? Nope. But... He has made Twitter a much better place and it's great that we're not having to put up with this far left bullshit anymore. Everyone's allowed to go onto Twitter now. Everyone's allowed to have an opinion and it's great. People aren't getting banned from social media platforms for simply not agreeing with what the left has to say. And Elon, you deserve a hell of a lot of credit for that. You're a great businessman 
and I think you are an absolute legend. That's what I gotta say about that. Up next, what is your favourite workout? DDPY. Because holy shit, it has made me feel like a million euros lately. I've lost so much weight. My hips feel nice and like, you know, slight, which is great. I feel as light as a feather. The workouts absolutely kick my ass, but I love every single minute of it. Typical, I answer that the one day I didn't do a workout, but I'll be doing two of them. Not one, but two the day this episode comes out. So I'm looking forward to that. Cannot recommend it enough if you're looking for an intense workout which incorporates a lot of stances from yoga. DDPY. Get on it. You won't regret it. Trust me. Right. Up next. What is your dream vacation? Japan. Tokyo, Japan. It's yet to happen. But fuck me. I'm going to make it happen. It was supposed to happen in 2020. Unfortunately, plans fell through because of a little thing known as the coronavirus. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but that unfortunately stopped my plans uh, of going to Japan, which was a shame, but that would be the dream one. Not just Tokyo. Tokyo would be the main place, but I'd love to go see Osaka. I'd love to go see uh, Kyoto. I would love to see so many other places in Japan. I'd love to see the whole of Japan, but uh, Tokyo would be the main destination. How long in are we? We're 17 minutes in. 17 and a half minutes in. We are flying through these. This is great. What is your spirit animal? A liger. And yes, it is just because of Jewish and Thunder Liger. But also a gorilla. The great ape. I fucking love gorillas. And orangutans. I just love... It's because of how close they are to humans. I just find that fascinating. And then with a liger, it's, well, I said it's just because of Jewish and Thunder Liger, but I just think ligers are kind of cool as well. The fact that it's a mix between a lion and a tiger, that's insane. That is insane. Uh, let's see what else we can answer here. Who is your doppelganger? Well, I've been told many, many times that I do look like David Beckham. But that's also a lie. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, uh, James McAvoy is someone I've been compared to time and time and time and time and time and time again. And I will never, ever complain because that boy is a good looking boy. Not boy. He's a man. But you know what I mean? Uh, I, I will take that every single day of the week. James McAvoy. I've had it said to me so many times and I never, ever get tired of hearing it to the point where I would get a little bit offended if someone said they didn't see it. And I'm just like. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Me and my twin James, we're going to be hitting it up in Hollywood, so go fuck yourself. I have literally been asked if the reason I got into acting is because I look like James McAvoy. And the answer to that is yes. That is the sole reason I got into acting. It's because I look like one actor, and I'm hoping one day, if he is ever, you know, if he ever has a biopic made about him where they need to recreate some scenes from his life. Uh, maybe when he was about 24 or 25 that I could jump into those scenes and people would be like, holy shit, James McAvoy has actually turned back the clock to when he was in his mid-twenties and nobody will know that it's actually not him and that it's me. That is the only reason I got into acting and it's the only role I will ever audition for. So there you go. There you go. The secret's out. The secret is out. What is your Achilles heel, my weak spot? Uh, chocolate, because I'm just weak for it. I am weak for chocolate. It is ridiculous how weak I am for anything that has chocolate in it. 
Do you get deja vu? What does it feel like for you? I do. I do get deja vu, but it's it just seems to happen at such random times. And it's funny because you get that feeling of like, wow, like I've seen this all before, but like you can never quite put your finger on it. I remember United beat Arsenal 3-1 in 2009, 2009-2010 in the Premier League. And this was only a few months after we beat Arsenal 3-1 in the Champions League semi-final. Excuse me, semi-final. And those games were eerily similar to each other. In both games, we scored a hell of a counter-attacking goal. Ronaldo in the first game, Rooney in the second game. In both games, United were 2-0 up at halftime. Jisung Park scored in both games. And in both games that were bought at the Emirates, United went 3-0 up before Arsenal got their consolation goal. That's really fucking weird. Like, those two games were just eerily similar to each other. Robin Van Persie and Anthony Martial both scored eerily similar goals against Southampton in back-to-back fixtures in back-to-back seasons, which was crazy. And those were experiences of deja vu where I could put my finger on it, but there are other times where I just can't. I just get this feeling of, wow, like this has definitely happened before, or I get a thought about something and I go, wow, I've, I've had that exact thought before, but I can't remember when, and I don't even know why I've had that thought. It's a really weird sensation, deja vu. It really is. And uh, it's kind of scary sometimes. It is kind of scary sometimes. Oh god, I've just come onto a section that says deep questions to ask a girl. So I'm going to have to skip these because I'm not a girl. Deep questions to ask a guy. Wow, okay. Let's answer all of these. Do you ever feel pressure to be the provider in your family or relationship? Well, no. Because I'm not at that stage yet. I've already said that, damn it. Okay, that's more for someone who's in a committed relationship. We're going to skip that one. What do you think about expressing your emotions? Lad, I'm one of the most emotional people you'll ever meet. I am one of the most emotional people you'll ever meet. And not that's not, like, exclusive to one set of emotions. Happy, sad, angry, depressed. Every single emotion I have, I... Completely let out. I don't hold back anything. And it's a big reason, I think, why I got involved in drama and theatre and wrestling. It's because I'm very open with my emotions. I'm very in touch with my emotions. I'm not afraid to let them out. And maybe sometimes I should contain them, but it's just the way I am. So that is one thing I would say about expressing emotions. I'm a very emotional person, and people have seen... All sorts of emotions for me. Yeah, I don't know why I'm shouting. I just, for some reason, feel like I have to. Question three. What do you think about women? Where it says, how do you think about women? But what do you think about women is probably a more grammatically correct way of phrasing that sentence. I love women. Of course I do. Don't really know what else to say. Women are great. And I'm one of the people who can actually answer the question of what is a woman? A great documentary that you should watch over on the Daily Wire, which I am now subscribed to, by Matt Walsh. Just saying. How do you feel about being responsible for pushing a relationship forward? Example, asking a girl on a date or to marry you. Well, I'm very far away from the second one, but to ask a girl on a date... I'm fine if I feel like, yeah, I really like this girl and I think the answer will be yes. Or I'm like 95% sure at least that the answer will be yes. But I'm not someone who will 
go after someone who I like kind of know is not interested, if that makes sense. So, yeah, it you know, I suppose that is the conception that it is down to the man to ask out the woman, which I not that not that there's anything wrong with it being the other way around, but I I do like the idea of asking a girl out or the man asking a woman out. I think that's great, and yeah, when when it happens, it'll happen. That's what I'll say about that. What do you think of society's idea of what a man should be? I think sometimes people who s- say what they want a man to be, there's just no pleasing them. Because one minute they're saying this is what a man should do, that he should provide for a woman and care for a woman, but then the next minute they'll be giving out if you hold the door open for a woman because apparently you're being sexist. So society is uh, a bit fucking weird sometimes. What do you think the challenges are of being a man in the modern world? Well, where, like, get, let me get my fucking list. Let me get my fucking list of challenges of being a man in the world. First of all, we got man flu, a deadly disease that is way worse than preg- uh, someone being pregnant. We have far more symptoms, and I'm not going to take any other answer. Um, you know, sometimes we get a pain in our knees. That's not nice. And you got women then complaining about their period. Like, get over it. But no, in all seriousness, though, uh, yeah, no, seriously, let me get up my fucking list. There's this kind of big thing about people saying toxic masculinity, which I feel like does exist in some areas, but I think a lot of what people conceive to be toxic masculinity is men just being men and other people not liking it. And I feel like that's another podcast in itself, to be honest. What do you think the challenges are of being a man in this world? Let me leave that up to the listeners. Maybe they can tell me. Because I feel like... I feel like straight men these days get a lot of shit. For literally... I spoke to someone recently about the gender debate saying, well, I'm, I'm a straight man, so I can't have an opinion on that. I was like, why? Why can straight men not have an opinion on something? And and that's the really fucking stupid mentality to have that that's a straight man so he's not allowed to have an opinion on this. Fuck off. I'm not a footballer, but I'm still going to give an opinion on how I thought France played in the World Cup semi-final last night. If you're a straight man, you can have an opinion on things. Get the fuck over yourself if you think otherwise. Honestly, it's such a stupid mentality for people to have. But anyways, that's the far left for you. That's the far left for you. Uh, how do you build friendships with other guys? I mean, there's not really a specific formula for it. My friends are my friends. Male and female. Simple as that. What is your definition of being a man? Someone with a penis. That is a man. Enough said. What's your favourite thing about being a man? Having a penis. But my favourite thing about being a man... Uh, God, good question. I think... I, I don't know. I I just like being a man. I'm very comfortable in my own skin. And I'm very happy that I was born a man. And I would not change it for the world. Mainly because I can't. Yep, I said it. You cannot change your fucking gender. Get over it. And I'm not denying that transgender people do exist. What I'm saying is that transgender people transition from one gender to the other, but biologically, they are still the gender they were born into. 
And yes, we are getting into that debate again because I'm not staying silent about it anymore. I'm being open about it. And if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. I did, as someone actually said that to me recently, uh, they were calling me a cis man. And I said, stop calling me that. I'm not a cis man. I'm not a cis anything. I'm just a man. And they kept saying, no, you are a cis man because you identify with the gender you were born with. And I gave the exact same response as that guy on TikTok gave. If I was a trans man and I was telling you, don't call me trans man, just call me a man, you would abide by it. And I haven't heard from that person since. Just saying. What's your least favorite thing about being a man? Nothing. Nothing. There's nothing I don't like about being a man. I am very happy to be a man. Right, we're half an hour in and I've just found another set of questions, right? And these are 100 questions. And I'm going to quickly get through each and every single one of these 100 questions. Let's go. Would you rather be able to speak to animals or speak every language in the world? Speak every language in the world. What is your worst fear? Spiders. Where do you see yourself in five years? Hopefully still alive and hopefully thriving in everything I want to achieve. Are there any conversation topics that make you feel uncomfortable? Uh, Self-harm, I suppose. What's your favourite childhood memory? Uh, Watching football and wrestling and boxing with my granddad. In what ways do you self-sabotage? I try not to do that anymore because it's very bad and I don't self-sabotage and uh, maybe it's because I've got a weakness for chocolate and sometimes the weakness gets the better of me. There we go. Are there any hard truths that you're afraid to admit to yourself? Uh, That I'm really short and I'm not going to get any taller. Do you feel deserving of love? Uh, Yes, everyone should love me and if anyone doesn't, they should, uh, I'd not die. What is something that you used to believe in but don't anymore and what changed? I used to believe in the fucking... Uh, I don't know, the, the Grinch, but, I, he, you know, he's, he's, he's dead. The Grinch is dead. What changed? He died. Would you rather find your soulmate or your life purpose? Uh, no offense to the potential love of my life that I might meet in the future, but right now, maybe life purpose, even though I'm actually going to take that back slightly because I think I do know my life purpose, so I'm actually going to change that and say soulmate, and I apologize to my future partner. If you could trade places with someone for a day, who would you choose? The Rock. Easy. What was the saddest day of your life when my granddad died? Uh, What is the most challenging thing that you're dealing with in your life right now? Uh, I've got a really bad pain in my fingernail. Is there anything about yourself that you really wish you could change? Yes, I wish there was more money in my bank account. I, yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably the only thing. And I'm doing okay with money, but I I would love a bit more. Uh, What do you love most about yourself? That I'm very comfortable in my own skin and I'm very comfortable in my own company. What in your life brings you the most happiness? Uh, watching wrestling with my siblings and seeing how much they're falling in love with the business I've loved my whole life. If you knew you were going to die tomorrow, how would you spend today? Uh, good question. You've got me stumped there. I would probably just enjoy one last takeaway meal before I meet my maker. Is there anything that you've done that you still feel guilty about to this day? Probably the time I ran right into my great nan in the hall and we both fell over and she had a really bad bruise going down her arm and I felt so bad even though it was a complete accident. And to be honest with you, I still feel guilty about it to this day, especially when the next day she was praising me, saying how good I was and I felt so bad. Uh, What do you consider your worst habit? Eating chocolate. Uh, Do you think that good things come from suffering? 
A lot of the time, yes. What is the best part about being you? That I have a lot of passions that I absolutely love and my intense emotions make these passions mean even more to me. Uh, okay, oh, now we've... Okay, they're, they're after breaking up the questions a little bit now. So these are questions about my best friend. Do you think you will always be best friends? Yes. Do you think it's possible to learn hard lessons without making mistakes? Uh, no. What What was an experience recently where you felt left down by me? Uh, okay, an experience recently where I was let down by a friend. Uh, probably when I gave someone a second chance and the second chance didn't work out as much as I hoped it would. Uh, what do you admire most about yourself? Is this a question about my best friend? If, if, if that's the case, uh, the fact that we've been friends for 20 plus years and there is never a dull moment. Uh, do you know what your purpose is? Are you working to live on that purpose? Okay, I'm going to skip over these ones because I can't answer these because they're all for my friends. Well, this was a lie. This was This told me... This told me that there was going to be a lot more questions just... For me, I didn't realize I was going to have to ask other people. Right, uh, let's, yeah, let's, uh, let's go on to, okay, I found another website. I found another website. I'm going to forget to link all these. So we were at question 21. So let's go up to question 22 and we'll just take it from there. What would you rather do? Wash dishes, mow the lawn, clean the bathroom or vacuum the house? That was a very American way of putting it. I would rather uh, cut the grass. If you could hire someone to help you, would it be with cleaning, cooking, or yard work? Wow, these are so American. Uh, probably uh, cleaning, because I hate cleaning. If you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, my friend Dan gave me a really good answer to this. I can change what my favorite meal is, right? So if you're asking me what my favorite meal is, that can change every day. So there you go. But probably Donatello's Pizza, as even though I'd be a fat, lazy shit. Uh, who is your favorite author? Mick Foley. Have you ever had a nickname? What is it? People used to call me DTR, but don't ever call me that again because those are not my initials anymore. Do you like or dislike surprises? Why or why not? I like good surprises. In the evening, would you rather play a game, visit a relative, watch a movie, or read? Well, I have to say visit a relative now because if I don't, I would say people would call me an asshole. Would you rather vacation in Hawaii or Alaska and why? Hawaii because Kevin Matthews is a big steroid-taking fucking cunt dickhead and he spends a lot of time in Alaska and I don't want that steroid-taking prat anywhere near me. Would you rather win the lottery or work at the perfect job and why? Work the perfect job because then I would never work a day in my life. Who would you want to be stranded with on a desert island? Uh, Alex and Porig uh, because I feel like we'd just have a great laugh. If money was no object, what would you do all day? Probably just... Get on a plane every single day and travel somewhere different. If you could go back in time, what year would you travel to? 2016. How would your friends describe you uh, as someone who loves wrestling? What are your hobbies? Watching wrestling. What is the best gift you have ever been given? Wrestling merch. What is the worst gift you've ever received? Merch that's not wrestling. Aside from necessities, what is one thing you could not go a day without? Wrestling. There's two pet peeves. People who don't like wrestling and people who don't like... Me, because I like wrestling. Where do you see yourself in five years? Still loving wrestling. How many pairs of shoes do you own? How many pairs of shoes do wrestlers own? Okay, I'm sorry. I couldn't think of a good answer for wrestling there. I think about four pairs. And you know what, lads? I'm going to end it here because my voice and my throat is getting very sore. If you were a superhero, what powers would you have? The power of laser vision. I want to have better eyesight and laser vision. And that's going to end this episode, lads. This 
was a bit of a train wreck of an episode in some regards, but also it was kind of a fun episode. And I think I have beaten Ben Shapiro in the speaking at a million miles an hour category for podcasts. So lads, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Straight Outta Cloyne. Once again, we have an episode out on a Friday. Nobody can take that away from me. You absolutely love to see it. Enjoy this pro wrestling promo. I will talk to you all next week. And I promise you that one will be a little bit more structured. See you all then. Triple H, that is enough. We saw a vicious side of Mick Foley Monday night after being driven through is the table by Is this what you Triple get H. off on? Making fun of me? How much more do you want from me? First, you take away my job. Then you bring this idiot out there and you take away my dignity. Then Monday night, in what should have been the greatest night of my life when I was reinstated on Roy's war. You take me and you ruin my shirt. What? And you ruin my face. And I'll be honest, when I stepped into that shower and I let the cold water run down on my head and I looked down at the blood as it swirled around that shower drain, I started thinking a little bit about what mankind was. Now mankind is an entertaining son of a gun. Mankind It's a pretty damn good author. Mankind is one tough SOB. And mankind is one hell of a fighter. So it saddens me to say that after the beating you gave me on Monday night, one thing mankind is not is ready to face you in a street fight at the Royal Rumble in Madison Square Garden. Is that? Because you are without a doubt the game. You are the best in the business right now. And as you said, well, mankind in some ways is nothing more than a beaten up, pathetic fool. But I think the WWF fans deserve a substitute in that match. A substitute? He's chickening out? What I'm going to do, Triple H, is I'm going to name him right now. As a matter of fact, I think you know the guy. is to kick your teeth all over the city of Chicago. Cactus Jack is back! Cactus Jack is back and he's he's a dangerous human being! Cactus Jack after Triple H! And here we go! Cactus Jack!
it. Look out now. And Cactus Jack. I've got some news for you. It will not be the first time. And it sure as hell will not be the last because I've got an awful lot of blood to give. That's a scary thought. But as far as you, you look into my eyes and realize I mean every word when I tell you I'm gonna tear you apart in New York City. And then I will take what you hold dearest. I'm talking about your cherished WWF championship belt. I will take it and it will be mine, mine. Oh my! 